Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode of the season saga of the never-ending crime chronicles, the crime that should never happen, we're going to be focusing on crimes of the world and century, things that you need to understand to protect yourself. But first, it's moto time. Hey, remember this, rich people, poor people, poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Tax season's over with, but remember, tax season's coming upon. Pay your bills, don't rob Peter to pay Paul. I've been robbing Peter to pay Paul this time. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. But I tell people don't do it, and I end up doing the opposite. But hey, but I'm getting I'm getting caught up. And remember this. My daddy always says this, never quit your day job while conquering the world. Always remember that. My daddy was a good man, good earnest stock. He was a Vietnam vet. Mm, colorful past from being in the military because you know how it is when you're a vet and especially in Vietnam you did a lot of things that you shouldn't have done and seen a lot of things you shouldn't have seen but now my daddy just my daddy now remember this also time is money money is time wasting time you're wasting money don't waste time don't waste money your time is valuable I tell everyone that because that's what your time is your time is equity people always don't believe that Famous movie stars always say their time is money. When they go and volunteer, they write that off on their taxes. You can do that too. Okay, this podcast is sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. For all your electronic needs, go to BlackBlueElectronica.com and get all your electronic needs there. Get it there at BlackBlueElectronica.com. All right, let's begin. As I said, the Crime Chronicles. This is a crime that really should have never happened but did and it's always a crime of the century, the world, and everyone also knows about it. It's something that you should never have never knew, known about. And that is this. Do you know that marijuana in, in almost all the states, most states, including Canada, it's legal. In the state of Canada, in the whole country of Canada, it's legal. In the country of Canada, the government deregulized marijuana. But in the U.S., marijuana is still a Schedule One drug. And they still haven't deregulated it. But did you know that more people have died from smoking cigarettes, which is, I do, and alcohol, and also DUIs? That's why they have Mothers Against Drunk Drivers and stuff like that. That's one of the things. And also, more people have been killed by assault than they have been by marijuana. I think they should deregulate marijuana. I think they should make marijuana legal in every 50, all 50 states, U.S. territories, and all outerlining things that are part of the U.S. They should deregulate it. They should just legalize it federally. If they do deregulate it federally, guess what happens? Federal government will get lots of money and they will also be able to regulate the marijuana and the marijuana can be grown by the federal government and can be taxed by the federal government. Do you know that cigarettes are are taxed by the federal government? Do you know if they regulate the, the, the sale of marijuana like they do cigarettes, they can make, the federal government can be making billions upon billions of dollars well, let's just say trillions of dollars. We can actually get out of debt if the federal government deregulate marijuana. Oh, but they won't do that. I don't know why they won't do that, but they should. And they won't. 
I don't know why. A lot of states, deep, a lot of states um, regulated marijuana where they said marijuana is legal for recreational. Marijuana is legal for medicinal purposes. As means medicinal means medical, and recreational means just whatever you feel like doing. They regulated, deregulated it in a lot of states. A lot of people have marijuana has actually helped people. Oh, there's a bus going by. Huh? Yeah, I'm outdoors. See, I'm outside podcasting because I like to be out in the elements and stuff because I like to be out there, put my foot in God's green earth and want to be able to touch the ground and stuff. That's why you'll hear things in the background like cars and stuff because I'm outdoors. Other than that, yeah, it's not why you hear that. Okay. But like, okay, get back. Like I said, they need to deregulate the marijuana. They need to make it, uh, decriminalize it. Need to need to make it to where it's legal in all 50 states. There's some states that don't want it. And there's some states like, here I'll give you a good example, Colorado. You know, in certain counties, there's like three counties in Colorado state. The whole state is legal for state, you know, for state regulation. It's legal. They have a regulatory governing body that oversees, oversights the marijuana. They have a marijuana, um, marijuana czar who regulates the marijuana, how, how much can, what can be sold, how they do it and everything. But in certain counties, marijuana is still illegal but here's the thing marijuana is illegal federally but legal in state so what is what i don't understand so let's say let's here's a good example okay marijuana is is legal now all these people that been in jail on these trumped up marijuana charges for like say i i i got i got pulled over i'm driving my car i get pulled over and i get stopped and a cop busts me with say um, a dime bag, a 20 bag, or a uh, half a pound, or whatever amount of marijuana. And now I go to jail because now I'm in jail for a marijuana charge. And then all of a sudden the state just um, deregulated marijuana. Shouldn't I get out? There are certain states where people that are in jail for a marijuana charge should have those ch- charges expunged now that it's legal. I think they should deregulate it, they should legalize it for every state. You know, the government should just, you know, because remember, if you look back during the early, during the early turn of the century, marijuana was predominantly a, a drug, a predominantly herbal substance that was used by the uh, migrant workers. They were using marijuana to, they had a cool day, they relaxed, they got off work, they sat there, smoked them a little doobie. If you're old school, you know what a doobie is. If you don't know what a doobie is, hey, you're way too young. But a lot of these young, a lot of these older people, they know what doobies means. They smoke some reefer. They smoke some grass. That's that's that old school stuff. Old school mentality. Reefer, grass, that's old school. Nowadays, they just say marijuana. A joint, a blunt. You know, back then, they used to call them primos. Um, back then, when I was growing up, people used to have tie sticks and stuff like that. Nowadays, they got marijuana that is so potent, so strong. One hit, you'll have, you'll be up there on cloud nine. And, and I don't understand that. Why don't they deregulate it? You know, you know the government's all about trying to, they're all about trying to make money. And then if you ask the president of the United States, of the great the United States of this great country, America, why don't they deregulate marijuana? His excuse is, well, we got to look into it and explore and then you have all these these scientists and doctors say marijuana is bad for you 
But then you have other doctors that come out and say marijuana is good for you. So it's a 50-50 chance of what it is. I say, this is what I say. Hey, why don't you just, why don't the government deregulate marijuana, make it legal throughout the whole United States, let every state um, legalize marijuana, and if a county doesn't want it in their county, that's a good choice. They can have that choice, but make it a federal Make marijuana legal federally. Now, I can understand cocaine, but did you know back then, early turn of the century, cocaine was still legal? Cocaine, the reason why we had marijuana, because marijuana was a drug that was simple. Do you know why marijuana was illegal? Do you know why? Here's what happened. See, cocaine back then was a rich man's drug. Back then, it was a rich man's drug. It was legal. The federal government was actually mass-producing cocaine. Do you know that cocaine was in Coca-Cola? That was a that's what they put in cocaine. Cocaine was in there. Do you know the U.S. was also was also doing cocaine, heroin, opium. They had a lot of. Um, you can go to the um, back then in the early turn of the century. People would go. Rich people would go to opium houses in the Asian areas, and they would get. They would go and get. They would go and get sit down and smoke a hookah and relax and then free out then as we progressed further into the years they made marijuana illegal and what they did was how they made it illegal they did a propaganda video what they did was they went into a prison they went into the south this is i mean this is you can look this up and it's not a like oh it's a joke no this is what actually happened they went to the they went to a prison Got a bunch of inmates, got a bunch of colored inmates. I say colored because back then that's how you would say it. Black people, colored, they got colored inmates and they they got the darkest darkies. Back then they called them darkies. This is how this was written. They got the, they got the darkest darkies and they had them to literally stand there and grab this woman. They told them, we will give you um, we'll give you good rations, which is something that you can eat and stuff like that, things like that. Morning, and they give you good food, and they gave them good rations. They gave them um, clean, crisp water. They gave them um, a little more time outdoors. They gave them time to spend with their family if they did this one little film. And these black and these darkies—that's what they called them—did this film. They didn't know what they were doing. They were just doing it because that's what they were um, allowed and allocated to do. So here's what happened. They did the video and they were grabbing this woman and they said, in the video it was a silent film and you can look, you can find it. And this film talked about how marijuana was bad for people, saying that more people of color at that time, they didn't say colored people, they said darkies were gonna be, they said if you want they appealed to the white majority who were voters at the time. Because back then, very few black people could vote. Some did, but not all. The only ones that did vote were the wealthy. If you are well-to-do, wealthy, you can actually vote. If you are a person of color, you can actually um, make your voice heard and people can hear you and, and you did the voices. So they voted and they, legal, and they passed this law where they made it illegal. And it's been illegal ever since. Did you know that um, if you go to New York and you can go to New York's airport, 
which is called, there's the John F.K. Airport, JFK Airport, and then there's LaGuardia. LaGuardia is by Ferrelli LaGuardia. He was the former mayor of New York. He did a, um, he did a, he, he did a straight um, op-ed. He did a manifesto, thesis, about marijuana. Wanted to see the effects of marijuana. Come to find out when, when the video, when the whole movie came out about marijuana being that bad and stuff, Pharaoh, Mr. LaGuardia did a study. He had a whole group of people he hired, a bunch of doctors and stuff. Come to find out, he, did, he proved that everything that the government said that marijuana would do was a lie. And you know what happened? Nothing. Federal government just saw that report and was like, well, whatever. And they kept moving. They did that study and they kept moving. And they kept it going. And they just kept, they just figured that, you know what, we're, 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 we're going to make, and then they started, and then they realized one thing. Back in those days, they had this thing called the 13th Amendment. 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was the old, was the um, Jim Crow slave um, law. That law needs to be repealed. And I'm telling each and every one of y'all, that's to be repealed. And what that did was anyone, I don't care if you were caught with, say, a seed of marijuana, boom, you went to jail. You got, you got with a gram, a, a gram, a joint, a penny, a pinner. If you know what a pinner is, take a, go to a hardware store, go to a restaurant, ask for a toothpick, pick your teeth. That's what a pinner is. That's old school. Of, of marijuana people would you know get stuff like that and that right there is what they used back then and they used that right there to re- they used that to lock a lot of people so many people went to jail because the reason why jail is a cash cow everything I talk about when I talk about crime and it, it, it revolves around the penal system reappealed the 13th amendment to the US Constitution that right there will automatically fix what's going on in this economy you would you know and every person because because if you if you deregulate it and make it a federal make the make it federally where the federal government can regulate the marijuana guess what happens because if you regulate marijuana like they regulate alcohol like they regulate tobacco guess what then the government will automatically tax it. And then people and businesses can thrive. I mean, you're gonna, in the very beginning when you deregulate marijuana, you're gonna have a lot of people smoking marijuana. A whole bunch of people. But then as time progresses and as we evolve, marijuana is gonna slowly just be like, um, like cigarettes, like alcohol. Do you know that alcohol, not everybody, not everybody drinks alcohol. Not everybody smokes, but it's there. Let's say, do you know that they tried to get rid of marijuana? They tried to get rid of tobacco. Guess what tobacco was doing? Tobacco was donating massive amounts of money to major universities and colleges. When they started deregulating the when they started deregulating tobacco, saying that tobacco cannot give money, cannot fund state-funded programs, state-funded universities and colleges, tobacco companies started funding private colleges because private colleges can accept any amount of money, doesn't matter whether it's good money, bad money, or even dirty money. 
people always ask me, what's the difference? What's, what is this thing about dirty money? Well, here I'm going to tell you. Dirty money is just money that people didn't get honest. I always hear this thing about how they say drug dealers got all this dirty money and they got to clean it up. Basically what it means is they got money, they didn't get the money in the honest way. So they go ahead and try to clean it up. And see, the problem with legalizing marijuana here in the United States, if you legalize marijuana here in the United States, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. The U.S. federal government, all federal agencies like the U.S. Marshal Service, the Drug Enforcement Administration, which is the DEA, U.S. Border Patrol and Customs, that's called ICE, Immigration and Customs, or BP, Border Patrol and Customs, Border Patrol agents, all of those people that also do that, and also state, federal, state, and local law enforcement will not get any money because it'll be it'll be legal. Guess what happens? Now those drugs are going to be legal. That means that legal marijuana will be legal. See, if they legalize it federally, that means all these illegal growers will not be growing it illegally because if they grow it illegally, they go to jail. See, that's what I mean. They should legalize it. Just legalize the marijuana industry. Make it legal. And you know in Amsterdam, it's legal in Amsterdam to smoke marijuana. But there's a catch-22 in Amsterdam about marijuana. So you can legally smoke marijuana in a coffee shop. Those are specially designed coffee shops where you can smoke marijuana. But here's the thing. Say you buy um, an ounce of marijuana. Say you buy 16 ounces of marijuana, which is 16 ounces is a pound. We'll do the math. 16 ounces is a pound. Okay. Um, well, and a pound is um, a pound is so much per liter per kilogram or whatever. Man, well, you know, you know the math. You know how the math is. Well, you know. So there, you can legally smoke it, but. You can't walk down the street and smoke the marijuana. You will actually go to jail. If you get caught driving with, uh, with that amount of marijuana in your possession, you go to jail. So what they do is they turn the blind eye to you smoking it because they say, okay, you can smoke it, but you can't have it on your possession. So that means basically if you buy a pound of marijuana of 16 ounces, you got to smoke all of it right then and there. Yeah can't take none with you like a lot of people go over there and they think they can just take some with no they can't do that even though amsterdam has the has the highest grades of marijuana and over there they also sell hash hash and they also sell the dap dap the dab or the dap the dab is the oil the the wax they call it the wax of marijuana the oil the marijuana oil thc oil they do that and that's where, see, people make, I mean, over there, people are getting, companies over there are making millions. But here in the U.S., we got these companies, you know, here in the U.S., so many dispensaries pop up. They pop up, they start selling their marijuana and stuff, and they sell, they sell really good. If they don't make enough money to sustain their business, they usually close within a year. I've seen a couple, I've seen a bunch of businesses pop up. They got all their ads, they're selling their marijuana, they're selling their CBD, their CBC oils and stuff. Then, once they do that, all of a sudden, they're, and for some reason, they're, they're closed. And then when they close, someone else pops up in that spot, a different name, a different company. So it's kind of a catch-22 when it comes to you and the marijuana, when it comes to you selling marijuana. So 
it's kind of like you have to be on this gray area when it comes to the, the dispensaries of selling marijuana. I tell everyone, you gotta be able to sustain a viable income. I know there's a, I know a lot of people have quit their jobs to open up dispensaries and stuff for recreational and medicinal. There's some states that marijuana just is legal just for recreational only. And then there are some states that they do both. Marijuana is legal and, and medicinal. Yeah. Good thing, bad thing, I don't know. Hey, there's a truck. Oh, it's a trash truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Alright. And it's like, it's legal in certain states where they just do one or the other or they do both. So it's kind of like, yeah, New York just passed it. New Jersey has it. I mean, it's like some people, they use it for glaucoma. Some people use it because they have cataracts. Some people use it because they have cancer. Some people use it because they have, um, um, they have AIDS. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. They have AIDS and they need to eat, so they have the mar- eat the marijuana. I remember back in the early 80s when marijuana was only, the only way you can get actually marijuana and legally smoke it was this guy. He was on the show, if you ever go back in the 80s, you can look up the Montel Williams show, where this guy, he legally got marijuana from the federal government, which was a big giant tin, and he would get cigarette-sized tins of marijuana, and he had enough cigarettes. He gets two tins a month. He would get two tins a month. He'll get, he'll get enough for 15 days, and he turn, he sent that tin back, then he'll get another tin full with cigarettes for another 15 days. And that's what he got. And that guy was one of the guys in the study that the government was using. Good thing, bad thing, I don't know. Now, because states are certain states are legal, he can just go to a dispensary and just buy his marijuana. But do you know that marijuana in certain states... Wow, food service. You know, marijuana in certain states, it's still... Like marijuana in certain states, they say, like I know, like like in one state, marijuana is legal. You can legally buy it and smoke it and all that stuff in that state. But in the other state, it's illegal to possess it, have it, or anything. So there's people that would actually drive to another state just to buy marijuana. I know when when Colorado legalized marijuana. So many people flew to that state. People flew in, people drove into that state. People actually moved to that state just because marijuana was legal. And they did that because they were trying to make tons because they knew the opportunity that it was giving. But when marijuana became legal, other drugs started popping up. Now the federal government got to, I'm telling you, they need to deregulate it, decriminalize it, and do what they got to do. I just figured they need to do something, okay? Because this right here is an atrocity. People need to people need to wake up, and I think they need the government needs to wake up. And, and if they want to get out of debt, they want to cut the deficit down. If whoever's running for government, whoever's running for president, the next election should say, "I'm going to legalize marijuana federally." And watch what happens. That person will get into the White House. I don't care if it's a Democrat or a Republican; they will do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, when they do, all right, yeah, and when they do that, when they deregulate that, and he says, he or she says, I will legalize marijuana federally, 
guess what? He will be voted in. There'll be so many people voting for that person and also so many people not voting against that person. You'll see so many super PACs popping up talking about, hey, this person right here, if you legalize marijuana, your crime's going to go up. Not necessarily. Crime's not going to go up. What it is is going to create a lot of new jobs. If they federally if they federally legalize it, they're going to create tons of new jobs. A new industry is going to pop up. And the stock market's going to have to create a new market just for marijuana. Be like Canada. Canada has their own stock market just for marijuana. ABC is one of the largest distributors of marijuana in Canada. There's three more that are the largest up there. And these are, these are conglomerates. Like a good example, um, AT&T, um, Southwestern Bell, um, Verizon, T-Mobile. Those are big major companies. That's what's going to happen if they legalize it here in the United States. You're going to have major big companies like that that is going to help create more jobs. I'm just looking out. If you want to create jobs, legalize marijuana federally. All right. Hey, by the way, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six podcast. And each and every one of you, I thank you for listening to my podcast. You know, and I want to tell you right now, I love each and every one of y'all. I appreciate you. And the crime in the century is... They need to legalize it, decriminalize it, and repeal the 13th Amendment. I strongly, highly recommend that. Appeal the 13th Amendment because if they deregulate it and appeal the 13th Amendment, crime will go down. And you know, there's some states, they don't have crime. Certain states, they, their crime is like at one state, they said crime is at 5%. Who wants to do crime in that state? Well, because the governor made it so bad made it so good that no one wants to do crime because he felt that if I do this, this, and this right, nobody wants to do crime. And guess what? He made it better so that no one wants to do crime. He made it harder. He made it also harder too because he also had a rule. If you do the time, if you do the crime, you're doing flat time. There's no parole. So if you get 10 years, you're doing straight 10 years. So when people got out, they never went back. They moved out of that state, so crime went down. I'm telling you, you got to think about that. Tell your friends, if you want to write a petition, go to change.org, write a petition to legalize marijuana federally, they, you should do that, all right? Hey, by the way, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and I thank you for each and every one of you listening to my podcast. Keep following me, keep listening. Sooner or later, as I get my equipment, I'm going to start doing the audio, and I'm going to go switch over to video. One day you will see me on video. All right. By the way, Bravo 6 going dark.